This podcast episode from Oncology Data Advisor was recorded live at the 2023 American Society of Hematology annual meeting in San Diego. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit oncdata.com, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on social media for more exclusive content and interviews from the meeting. Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. I'm Kira Smith, and today we're at the ASH annual meeting, and I'm speaking with Dr. Areej Al-Jawari. Thanks so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, Kira. Um, my name is Areej Al-Jawari. I'm one of the oncologists at the MGH Cancer Center, and I run our transplant survivorship program there. Awesome. So today we're talking about your study, uh, a multimodal mobile application to address sexual dysfunction in hematopoietic stem cell transplant survivors. Um, to give us a little bit of background about the basis for this study, um, how does sexual dysfunction affect HCT survivors? Yeah, it's a great question. So sexual dysfunction is actually the most prevalent and common issue affecting uh, transplant survivors. It's actually a very common issue in cancer survivors at large. Um, both autologous and allogeneic stem cell transplant survivors, however, suffer even more so than other cancer survivors from sexual health issues. And we know that sexual health concerns are hard to bring up for patients with their clinicians. And so often they're underdiagnosed, underappreciated, but they really do have a lot of effect on patients' quality of life, intimacy, their relationship um, with their loved ones, as well as potentially psychological distress as a result of sexual health issues. So we know they're underdiagnosed, under we know they're underappreciated, but they're incredibly common. So I'm looking forward to uh, hearing about this app. Um, how did you go about uh, designing it along with your team, and what was your goal for it? Yeah, you know, uh, Kira, I think one of the main issues that we've learned from our patients um, is that it's, one, hard to talk about these issues with your clinician, and then second, we know that our clinicians, specifically transplant clinicians, um, may not have all the training to address sexual health concerns for patients. So a while back, we had actually done a pilot study where we took transplant clinicians, so nurse practitioners and physicians, we trained them to ask basic questions to identify if a patient is having any sexual health concerns and then try to intervene, at least on the biological causes of sexual health concerns. So, you know, common in male um, transplant survivors is erectile dysfunction. Sometimes they can have genital graft versus host disease. In women, we see a lot of vaginal atrophy as a result of estrogen deficiency. We see a lot of hormonal changes, as well as we see vaginal graft versus host disease. And so we literally had the clinicians just do some basic interventions, biological interventions to address these issues that are really common. And we saw that we were able to move the needle in terms of patient sexual health and overall satisfaction. And so based on that information, we asked ourselves, is there a way to augment that intervention with actually allowing patients in the privacy of their home to engage with an app that provides more than just the biological causes of, you know, addressing the biological causes of sexual health issues. So providing intimacy exercises, ways to actually for patients and their partners potentially to engage in the privacy of their home, home to understand first the sexual health recovery post-transplant, but also what can I do to make it better. And so we actually engage with sexual health um, experts, psychologists, um, we brought in transplant clinicians, as well as patients who've gone through stem cell transplant, and tried to come up with an intervention that's really comprehensive, that addresses the biological, emotional, psychological, social causes of sexual health concerns. And we developed this really fun app that is set up as kind of a, a game, if you will, where the patient goes through a journey uh, in their home. They start in the garden, and they end up in the master bedroom after eight weeks, which 
which is a nice analogy to what we are hoping to achieve. But a lot of it is really focused on enhancing non-physical intimacy, which is a really key factor in patients after transplant. You know, after transplant, patients lose touch with their partners often. Um, the partners are often playing a role as a caregiver rather than an actual intimate partner. And so a lot of the focus is on, one, gradually increasing non-physical and physical intimacy and actually taking emphasis away from sexual intercourse, especially early on, because some transplant survivors may actually have a really difficult time having intercourse immediately after transplant. And so that's what we did. It's been a really fun journey, to be honest with you, to work with a group, a transdisciplinary group of clinicians or researchers to develop this app. That's such an amazing idea and such a creative way to, to address this problem. Um, so how did uh, how effective was the app and how did the patients like using it? Yeah, so I think we asked kind of two questions. The first question, is this feasible? Are we crazy or is this doable? Can we get these patients to actually engage meaningfully with an app? Um, and can we actually move the needle? So what we conducted is a pilot randomized study where we took 60 transplant survivors. Half of them were randomized to just having a visit, a brief visit with a transplant clinician to address the biological causes of sexual health issues, as we discussed. The other half had that exact same visit, followed by access to this app for about eight weeks. And the first question we asked is, will patients actually use it? And what we learned is that patients did use it. About 70% of patients actually completed all five modules in the app, which for any digital health intervention, to be honest with you, is a really, really high, high bar. Um, and then more importantly, what we saw is a really promising signal that the app actually works and adds um, to the experience of these patients. So what we noticed that patients who received the app had better satisfaction with sex, interest in sex, uh, pleasure, uh, orgasm, as well as interestingly improvement in their quality of life and reduction in their depression and anxiety. And actually in follow-up analyses we're trying to examine whether the improvement in sexual health outcomes mediated the improvement in quality of life and distress and that we think that actually patients improvement in sexual health actually is the reason why they're feeling overall better and having less you know psychological distress and better quality of life. And so that's what we initially saw. We were hoping to really expand this to a multi-site trial in the future. Um, I think the goal would be ultimately to really have this as a potential digital therapeutic, so um, really a prescription that a patient could receive so after stem cell transplant to address any sexual health issue. Um, so that's our goal for, for this line of work. Um, what was really amazing, though, Kira, is you know, the qualitative feedback that we've gotten from patients about this, I think one uh, emphasis that we've heard from patients is that it's really, really helpful for them to be able to engage with this in the privacy of their own home. So even patients who are reluctant to bring up issues to their clinicians loved having the access to this at home because not all of them are comfortable to bring it up or talk about it in the clinic, which is fantastic, at least something is happening. And then the second thing is we really heard from patients that they love using it. And so even after the study, we have some patients who continue to use the app and wanted to actually use it and keep it to enhance their sexual intimacy with their partner. And I should note that the app is really all-inclusive, so we have all type of sexual orientation, all type of genders that are included in the study. But we also, we should note that we have some transplant survivors who were not partnered who actually chose to participate in the study and also go through the app. And the app content is really tailored to your sexual orientation, gender, and your relationship status to allow a more inclusive experience. 
that's really incredible. Not only that and how well received it was and how much the patients enjoyed using it, but also that it was really to, able to produce these results. So congratulations on developing such a great app. Thank you. I'm, I'm really hopeful that it'll really address a very, very common problem and we could potentially adapt this really to address what I've learned from doing this work is that this, this problem can really impact other cancer survivors, uh, patients who receive adaptive cellular therapy or CAR T-cell therapy. So this is a common problem in our field and I could easily see us being able to adapt this app for use in other populations. I'm sure there are so many different avenues that you could you could adapt it into. Great. Um, any uh, any parting words you'd like to share either about the app and your work in this field or just general ways to you know help support uh, HCC survivors and their who are experiencing sexual dysfunction? No, I just hope I appreciate you taking the time to interview me for this and I really do appreciate the fact that we are seeing more and more work that's focused on the lived experience, the quality of life of transplant survivors. Um, I do think often, you know, in a lot of these conferences, we focus on curative therapy, which is fantastic. We have more and more people who are cured and living longer lives, but they're really struggling. They're struggling with issues that affect them each and every day. And so we just need more emphasis on strategies and interventions that are scalable, that can actually improve the needle. And I hope this is one step in the right direction. But as you know, transplant survivors struggle with a lot of issues. You know, we have a lot of psychological distress in our population, trauma as a result of uh, the transplant experience. We also have a lot of patients who become deconditioned after transplant. They need a lot of rehabilitation to get their physical strength and stamina back. Fatigue is a very common issue in our transplant survivors, as well as a lot of issues affecting our survivors who are, who are living with chronic graft-versus-host disease. So I think there are many other things we could be doing to improve the lives of our patients and their families and I hope we continue to do this kind of work. Yes, absolutely. It's a, such a fantastic start. I look forward to seeing all the uses of the app in the future. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for stopping by to talk about this today. It was wonderful to hear about. Fantastic. Thanks for having me.